Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You are listening to a zombie radio production. You're all going to die down here. Welcome to a 12 step program for your zombie addiction. Zombie Anonymous. What's up, everybody? This is Torres. I am Alefe. And we are Torres versus Zombies. And you guys are listening to Jesse Pittsburgh and Zombie Anonymous. Greetings, you zombie holics. This is Thorne from ZDP Incognito. We can be found on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, as well as zombieradio.net. And you, well, you are listening to the Zombie Anonymous podcast. Are you Jesse, Freak, and Micro? Enjoy the show, folks. Yeah. I'm Jesse Pittsburgh. I'm Freak. I'm Micro. And we're Zombieholics. Zom- <laughs> That's exactly it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll, we'll get it eventually. I saw the finger go. <laughs> I saw the finger go, so I started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that doesn't, that doesn't work. So, Freak and Micro, we watched the movie Stalled this week. What did you think about that? Love this movie. Absolutely love this movie. Yeah, it was my first time seeing it. It was awesome. Yeah, I thought it was totally hilarious. It's my second time watching it, but just as good as the first. Any um, things stick out to you that, like, that would totally freak me out being caught in a, you know, toilet stall for hours and hours and hours. I do have the trailer. Should we play the trailer for everyone? Sure, might as well. Give it a shot. Why not? All right, here goes.
So that's the trailer for Stalled. No words to give you anything to go on, but definitely look it up. It's a good movie. What'd you like about it, Eric? It's one of the one of those movies that the premise is original. You have every zombie movie has certain elements that are common between, between all of them. Where have you ever seen another movie where someone's trapped in a toilet? Not just a toilet, but it's a man trapped in the woman's toilet. No, never. It's it's something that's <laughs> novel. It's it's something that you're not going to find anywhere else. That's what I loved so much about this movie. And it's I, I don't want to say it's it's not a bad movie by any means. It's one of those movies that's almost it's on that border of almost so bad that it's good. It's it's something that's very it's it's very, a very niche type of movie. Yeah, I agree with that. I thought I thought the the way the zombies were in the movie were different, and also like you said, wearing the crazy outfits and stuff like that, and then not knowing that there's someone else in the bathroom with you that's not a zombie for quite a while. It was quite a while before he figured out there was someone else in there. Yeah. I think the closest it comes to is um, phone book, I think, or phone booth, where somebody gets a call in a phone booth and they're told that someone's on a sniper rifle watching them and makes them stay there. And the movie is filmed with that one person in the phone booth. I don't think I ever saw that one. But, yeah, that's probably close to it. Well, and they definitely had a lot of mo- a lot of money to spend elsewhere in this movie, even if it was a lower budget, because they only had one set, maybe two. They had the bathroom in general, right. and they had the inside of the stall. That's that doesn't take a large chunk of money to do. So they've had a lot of money to spend them on the makeup, which was pretty well done. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, I, I thought the color of the blood was a little weird. That was like orange colored. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> I noticed it the first time I watched it, too, so I was just like, I don't know why that's bothering me, but it was. <laughs> but I, I thought, like, the the zombie that had the uh, New Year's hat, and he comes in, and he's eating a piece of chicken, <laughs> and he's looking at him and looking at the chicken and looking at him and looking at the chicken, and finally he's like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to eat him. Oh, I think I met, made a comment about that on my notes. But you did? Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> And then the other one, the guy that came in that was going to save them, was it Jeff from IT or whatever, Jeff from accounting? <laughs> and uh, he's all going to save them, and he throws a finger down his throat, and then he kills him, and then he's flicking him off you yeah, know, as crazy. he's dying because he took the finger out of his throat. He figured out that he's the one that shot it at him. I thought that was pretty funny. Well, I thought it started off on a good point. The last in the bathroom. Oh, of course you did. <laughs> it's like that's awesome. But then he pulls out his cell phone, but he's not taking pictures. I, I thought there's something wrong with that. <laughs> Isn't he taking video? Instead, he unbuckles his pants. Well, <laughs> he could take video and unbuckle his pants later. <laughs> I, I think he was playing solitaire or something. But then when his boss came in. And they're and the ladies are pushing the bot the other guy out. They're like, "Get out of here, Charlie!" And all I could think was, "Ow, Charlie bit me." <laughs> I don't know if you've seen this, that video, but that's oh, what I yeah. thought. Of. I saw you posted that on something, but I did not watch it. <laughs> I need to watch it. <laughs> yeah, it's a little boy, little boy with his little brother holding his brother, and his brother, and he stick his finger in his brother's mouth, and his wow. brother bites him, and he's like, ow, Charlie bit me. <laughs> and that's all I could think of when I saw saw them yelling at the guy named Charlie. That's and funny. then it comes back later when he gets bit by Charlie. Yeah. Because <laughs> and Charlie's got dentures. Charlie has dentures. He's like, ow, Charlie bit me. So they were thinking the same thing when they made this. Oh, yeah, definitely. Probably. <laughs> 
Yeah, I was laughing that the zombies went after the um, feminine hygiene products that he dumped all over the floor. Oh, yes, I mentioned that, too. (laughs) I was like, that's so gross. I think this is the first movie I've seen a zombie killed with the toilet seat. Well, she wasn't actually dead. She came back to life earlier, I mean, later on, and then he, like, screwdrived her head to the No, I thought that was somebody else. No, that was her. Because I remember him climbing over it and she's still laying dead with her head in the toilet she was laying there but she wasn't dead <laughs> i must miss that i think the closest <laughs> to i think the closest to that kill would be uh the reservoir dogs when they threw the or not uh no not that it was boondock saints oh, they okay. threw the toilet tank out the window oh. on <laughs> i thought it was funny also that he was doing ecstasy and getting down in the stall and dancing and you know Seeing stuff that yeah. wasn't there and crowd surfing on the zombies—that was funny. Yeah, yeah that's I mean, the zombie dance party, Christmas party, right? And they also did a little <laughs> tribute to Thriller in there with the little mm-hmm. zombie dance. And then after that, later on, and I don't think it was that far after, where the one zombie had the tape recorder, and that's where they learned how to say brains. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, Return of the Living Dead. Well, it's on the phone, and he's sitting there. He's like, help! You have zombies in your toilet. Yeah. <laughs> that made me think of a video game. That could be an awesome video game. Isn't that like that other movie that Torres and John were talking about back in the day? The the Toilet Zombies? I never watched it. Oh, Zombie-Ass Toilet of the That's Dead. it. That's it. That's one of the only, do, do the only two it. zombie movies I can think of that I could not get through. Any, No matter how bad they are, I'd watch them from start to finish. Zombie-Ass, could I, I turn it off after about 20 minutes. Really? Done. I've never even tr- attempted to watch it. Don't watch you're, it. You're better for it. <laughs> I guess this, uh, y'all, everybody out there, you guys need to check out Stall. It's a really good movie. I'm sure you've heard it talked about on other podcasts, but we all really enjoyed it. Again, it's another English, you know, made movie, and, you know, they have a little bit different humor than us, but it is funny. So I think everybody would enjoy that. What about um, what we would derive from this movie would be uh, creative hiding places in the apocalypse. You guys have any ideas? I'd go for under the bed. Really? Unless you got, unless you've got a crawling zombie, they're are they really going to think to bend down if you stay down there and don't make a sound? I guess not. I guess they wouldn't get you. Well, treehouse would be pretty good too. Yeah, treehouse go. would be good. I agree with that. What about I'm trying to think of buildings that are, you know, not some place that somebody would check, like, you know, well, I work, I work at a bar. I'm a bartender. I've always said, if something happens, that's where I'm going. Because of well, the way our doors and everything are, it's very secure. And we have a kitchen, and we have a bathroom, and, you know, we have booze, <laughs> and we have all that stuff. Straight to the Winchester. Yeah, that makes it kind of not safe to go. <laughs> but I work There's at a private club. There's people going to go there for booze. No, because I work at a private club, so you have to, you have to get in there with a code. If you don't have the code, you can't get in. And there's a door you come in and then a door with the code. So you can't get in. And it's not like an electronic code either. It's an old school code thing. It's got five buttons on it and you have to put the code in. So it's, I feel it's pretty secure. Plus it's not like in the middle of, it's not like near a shopping center or anything like that. It's actually back in a neighborhood. So did we lose Anthony? Let me get him back. Anyways, I would think going to my work, my place of work, would be a, a good place to go. But as far as 
unusual places. I'm still, I'm still not sure. I live near the beach, so there's a lot of beach houses that are only occupied during the summertime. So that that could be a good place to go, depending on what time well, of year it happens. Well, Zombieland, they went to an amusement park. Yeah. If it's something like Disneyland that's open year-round. Right. There's fences around it. There's concession stands, so you have food. Right. I thought about this when I was at the amusement park the other day. I thought about, oh, what if we were on a ride and this happened? You know, that would, that suck. would suck. Yeah, what if you're, like, stuck on a <laughs> roller coaster or something? I mean, oh, that would be horrible. And just as good, I think, would be a, a zoo. Mm-hmm. There's, like, plenty of fences all around you. Even if they get through one, you can hopefully jump into one that's safer. Unleash the tigers. And possibly animals that are uh, more, oh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Not carnivores. Um, oh, I can't think of the word. Like vultures are. They eat rotting meat. Yeah. Okay, scavengers. Scavengers. I guess, scavengers. Then they may actually go after the zombies. Though usually those are the scare, they're, they're the ones that are a little more skittish, so they may not like the fact that they're moving. You never know. You never know. What about, uh, let's see, you said a zoo, you said an amusement park. What about, this is really a hard question. <laughs> it is, like thinking of unusual places. Well, how about on stalled? He got into the crawl space behind the bathrooms. I mean, would you try you try to get up into a crawl space or underneath a crawl space in a house or? Well, yeah, that. I mean, even if you, my plan. Yeah, even if you only needed to do it for a short time until things, you know, maybe they wandered away or something. Yeah, I guess you'd have to check on that stuff in advance because some crawl spaces are not big enough for people to fit in. Yeah, as and well I, as if I knew I was going to become a zombie, I might hide like in a porta potty. So I might open the door <laughs> and I pop out as a zombie. <laughs> do not use porta potties in the apocalypse people do not anthony might be in there waiting for you <laughs> um eric any more unusual places i don't think so i think that's tough because there aren't very many places that we really consider unusual because we talk so much about what the advantages of each of these places are so they stop being unusual at a certain point that's true that's true yeah i guess that is true I do have to say, in our conversation of the movie, nobody mentioned the bra slingshot. Oh my god, I meant to. I meant to. <laughs> I was glancing at my notes and I was like, oh yeah. I need to actually maybe make a video about that one day. Or maybe all of us can try it. I don't, I don't think it would bra. work. I don't think it would be that that good. Just my opinion. Good storytelling. Not 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 something you want to pack in your bug out bag. Yeah, exactly. I just thought. Oh, well, I might need perfect... one in my bug out bag, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I saw this perfect point after last week with turning a um or a thong into or your underwear into a sling. That's true. Oh, that's right. <laughs> then, we, then we watch a movie with a bra slingshot. Like, I actually hey. thought about that whenever I was watching it too. That's funny that you brought that up. I totally forgot about it. Um, what about the um back to the movie? What about the uh, midget zombie? elves oh midgets <laughs> are always amazing but anything with scary. a midget anything with a midget and it's awesome i just love midgets i don't know what it is that's funny <laughs> there's there's something there's something here there's a joke to be said somewhere in there that. is a joke to be said and is that why you're called freak no oh, oh okay <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, well, I'm called I'm called freak because of the way I behave while sober. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of being sober, what's everybody drinking tonight? I got uh, Rolling Rock. Okay. Freak. Uh, right now I'm drinking a Blue Moon First Peach L. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah, I'm I got gonna... a variety pack, uh, Blue Moon. I need to do that. Blue Moon's pretty good. I'm just Blue drinking. Moon's awesome. I'm not trying to like get totally wasted tonight, so I'm just drinking some pink Moscato. Have, have a little wine, and that's it. There you go. I have a humongous wine glass. It's like ridiculous. See my, my <laughs> but it works. Yeah, I have a big beer mug I use sometimes that has my name on it. Well, it's funny because I drink everything out of this glass. I drink Jack and Coke out of this glass. I drink wine. I drink beer. Blood. Maybe. You never know. <laughs> oh, Haven't geez. tried that yet. Haven't tried that yet. Pink Moscato tonight. Near the end of the movie, it really touched my heart because as he was leaving the building, they were playing Drummer Boy. Yes, they were. And that's one of my favorite Christmas songs. I don't know why. It's but a nice even song. when I was younger even when I was younger, that must have been my favorite because my first dog I named Drummer Boy. Really? My favorite Christmas song is probably, um, well, I guess the serious one is Silent Night. And then Have a Holly Jolly Christmas is my other favorite. (laughs) All right. How about um, you had like a little theory on dressing for the apocalypse, Freak. Why don't you fill us in on that? Well, I've always wondered if you know you're going to become a zombie and Either you don't have a method to take yourself out so you don't become a threat to other, everybody else, or if you just don't have the guts to do it yourself and nobody else is around, would you dress some way so that when people see you as a zombie, it might give them a laugh or maybe keep you from hurting them or even just be an asshole? Like, <laughs> I personally, I have a couple different thoughts. One is that I'd put on a helmet that might be bulletproof so they can't just shoot me through the head so I remain a zombie as long as I can. Or I might put on a football helmet so I just can't bite anybody if I became once I became a zombie. So I wouldn't really be a threat. Well, that would be very nice of you. And then there's the funny aspect. Like if I did hide in a porta potty before I became a zombie, <laughs> I could drop my pants and come <laughs> out and I'd be a zombie stumbling along pantsless. Maybe wearing my boots, maybe having my pants around my ankle so I'm not as even or so I'm even slower than I normally would be. You know what would be funny? If if a zombie was wearing roller skates, do you think they would just fall over and not be able to get back up? Or if they were just shuffling, do you think they'd just like do like a little kid when they wear them ones that you strap to your shoes? Like do you think they'd be able to stay up? I have no idea. <laughs> I do not think a zombie could stay up if it was wearing roller skates. I would like to test that theory. It would be funny. Yeah, I pay to see that. See, I'm saying. <laughs> there we go. That's that's the next movie. <laughs> zombie zombie of, roller derby. Might be a matter of zombie roller derby team. Yes. <laughs> a couple years ago, I took my kids roller skating, and I hadn't been for 15, 20 years, and it came back easily. So if it's muscle oh, yeah. memory, maybe the zombies will have no problem. I just would like Ooh. to see it. I think it would be funny. It could be terrifying, because if they know how to do it, then they're faster than you. Well, they could be like the ones on Stalled, and they were, like, using ladders and all kinds of stuff that they shouldn't have been able to do, like using the hammer. 
right and all that stuff and you never know you don't know what kind of zombies you're gonna get till it happens i'm trying to think of other funny outfits if i were a zombie or if i was going to become a zombie i don't know that i would be in such a good mood that i want to uh be funny I would probably yeah. be mad, and I would probably be uh, scared, and I'd probably be upset. I don't know if I'd be like, oh, shit, I got bit. Let me go change my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I have a gonzo mask. I could put that on. My, my kids are having crazy hat day and sock day at school tomorrow. My son's wearing, um, he's got the Duck Dynasty hat with the beard. So, <laughs> so he's wearing that tomorrow. Yeah, see, you could put that beard on. Zombie Jesse wearing with the beard. <laughs> that might be amusing. Well, maybe. We'll see. We'll see what kind of mood I'm in. I got maybe it. I, maybe I, wait, go ahead, Eric. Cookie Monster. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. Cookie Monster. What about Teletubbies? Oh, Jesus Those Christ. things They're are scary. My kids used to watch that. I never that. watched them. My kid, my oldest son watched it when he was little, and they are kind of creepy. And there was a video, there's a video online that you can watch, and it's like them in black and white with like the American Horror Story mu- music behind it. And that oh, is that some was- creepy shit right there. <laughs> I don't remember where I saw it. I know, I think I looked it up on YouTube, but it was on Facebook at some point. All right, let's move on to our next topic avoiding being bit or concealing a bite. Where would you hide before you turn? I guess that would be after the fact. So, would you... Uh, of course, everyone's going to avoid being bit. Some people are not going to be successful. <laughs> so, if you did get bit, would you conceal it? I don't think I would. Knowing what's going to happen. Especially if you're with loved ones and friends. You don't want them to get hurt or become a zombie either. So, I would probably be like... you know, Just like they do on The Walking Dead... You know what you got to do. Pull Andrea. It would depend on who I was with. Right. Early on, if I'm with my family, yes. I'll let them know and go take care of business myself if I'm able to. Right. I really don't want to have to put somebody I love through that pain of having to kill myself. Right. But I I own no firearms, so well, maybe I don't know if future. I'd have one, but I'd be able to do it myself easily. I don't think it would be that easy. Well, I'm saying it'd be easier with a gun than with my walking stick. Well, yes, absolutely. But I'm just saying, I don't know how easy it would be to put a gun to your head and shoot. I just, you know, I mean, that's me thinking as a regular person in a regular world right now. We don't know what our mindset would be in an apocalypse, you know. You know, you see all the stuff that The Walking Dead goes through, and you're like, oh, my God, if that happened for real, I don't think I could hang. I don't know. Us as zombie fans have probably thought about it, so we might be a better mindset of knowing we can't stay with our loved ones. Right. So we either have to leave or do it ourselves. What about putting putting one of your loved ones down? That wouldn't be easy either. Oh, that would be, especially when you're children, you know, that would I'd be, hope they understand. <laughs> right. That would be like the hardest thing in the world. Actually, I think it'd probably be easier than trying to off yourself. I, I mean, we, you have a hard, a hardwired survival instinct. It's going to be awful tough to, to do it to yourself. We sit, sitting here now, we'd like to think that we have it in us to actually do 
the right thing. Right. As far as as far as saying I'm infected, I'm going to go take care of this. But when it comes at the end of the day, survival instinct is a powerful thing. You're going to have most likely an easier time trying to take care of someone else than take care of yourself. That's true. That brings me to another question, though, that I've ever since I've gotten into the zombie genre and all that good stuff. Okay, you're out. Say you're pumping gas with a gas pump. You know, regular day, on your way to work, what have you. And some guy comes barreling towards you, and you're just like, what the fuck? You know? You you don't know he's a zombie, but he looks kind of strange to you. What do you do? I mean, regular day, don't you don't want to get in trouble for hurting somebody, but you don't want them to hurt you either. I mean, I'm just <laughs> saying. That's kind of hard. I actually have a story about this. Do you really? I do. <laughs> she- Couple of- a couple years ago, I was in uh, Las Vegas over the summer. I went to uh, to a wedding out there, and I was in the evening. I was out on the strip enjoying myself, and I was in a store, and I was waiting in line. This person ends up coming through, and they were acting weird. They were acting off, and the first, I looked at him once, didn't think of anything of it. Looked at him again, and it, it looked at the, as if they had been in an accident of some sort. They had, I mean, they had scuffs and scrapes, and they they looked like they'd been through something and my very first thought was holy shit this is how it starts oh (laughs) i got i got out of line left walked off the strip and walked back to my hotel oh my god i i wasn't having it i always wonder about that though like because i'm always very aware of my surroundings like wherever i go and it's not just because of i'm afraid of zombies it's just me just the way i am i'm just kind of nosy and i'm always like all right and i'm also you know i'm a mom so I always pay attention to people in case somebody does something crazy when they're around my family. So I always wondered what would I do if somebody like tried to come at me, you know, you don't like, and if I did carry a a weapon with me, would I freaking shoot them? You know, well, you can feel in your gut when something's not quite right. You, you know, and it's, it, 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 there's a nuance between, this person is coming at me and they're just a normal Joe Blow. Right. Versus they're coming at me and there's something seriously not right. You don't know what it is, but you can you can tell. You know. Well, I agree with that. But an example, I don't even know if I told you guys this before. I know I've shared it before with someone. Um, I was in a drive-thru at a Taco Bell near my house with the kids. It was later in the evening and I feel like cooking. So I was like, y'all want Taco Bell? And they are like, yeah. So we're like, sweet. That's what we're doing. So we're in, like, not up to the speaker yet, but where, like, the first menu usually is. And I have my window, like, partially down so we could see. And I see this guy come out of the corner of my eye, and I look over, and he makes eye contact with me, and he's like, could you buy me something to eat? And at first, because I, I was like, this motherfucker asked me for money. I swear to God, I'm going to go off on him. Got three kids in the back seat, kiss my ass, you know. I, was just, <laughs> I hate when people come up to me and ask me for shit. But he asked me for something to eat. So I was like, well, this guy's hungry. Let me get it. I said, what, what would you like? And he told me what he wanted. I said, all right. I said, if you want to meet me around the other side, when I drive around, I'll give, it, I'll give you your food. He said, okay. And my, my daughter's like, she saw me like move something underneath my thigh. And she's like, mom, why are you putting your knife under your thigh? I said, <laughs> I said, because you never know if he's setting me up to carjack me and steal my money and take you guys i said you don't trust anyone i said and if he doesn't politely take this food from me and he tries to do something else i'm gonna stab him in the neck 
And she's like, <laughs> she's like, oh. I was like, you always pay attention. Always. I said, if not, if he's not here to hurt us, we're helping him to have dinner tonight. You know? So, I mean, that was just an example of me with my survival instincts. You know, I just, you can't trust everyone. And then you tell your daughter, if we let your boy, future boyfriends know about this. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. But she was just like, mom, because I carry a, a gator, Gerber gator everywhere with me. And it's right in my vehicle and if it's not in my vehicle it's in my purse and she, you know she always like why do you need that i'm like you never know you never it's know it, it is i mean until i have a concealed par- uh, carry permit that's what i got so you definitely gotta definitely gotta be you know concerned with who's around you right so where would you hide if you did get bit before you turned I don't know if I would hide. I think I would just, it, as hard as it would be, I think I would just go talk to my family, let them know what happened. And if I couldn't, like, be saved like Herschel, I have my leg cut off or something, then I would just... Well, what, if you're, what if you're the only person? Everybody else in your group, everybody you know is dead. And you get bit. What do you do? Well, I really don't want to be a zombie. I mean, that's not really one of my life goals. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't hurt, when you I grow can't. up, I want to be a zombie. No, but if you if you're bit, all right, you know you're going to die. You know you're going to turn. You have no no option for destroying your brain so that you don't become a zombie. Maybe if I knew that there was like what a- do you do? Okay. If I knew there was like a bad group around, maybe I'd go hang out where they're at <laughs> for a little while. <laughs> Wait Stinking for one of them. To come. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just go, you know, mosey around until one of them come out, and then I, I guess I'd turn into a zombie and eat them. <laughs> You're eating tainted meat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, tainted meat. What about you, there, micro? What would you do? Would you hide? Would you conceal a bite from a loved one? I'm thinking I would probably hide to Goodwill. Because then when I finally turn and all these Macklemore sons of bitches come in looking for <laughs> thrift shop clothes, <laughs> I got them. I wanted to sing the song, but I can't remember it. Because every time my kids play it, I'm like, turn it off. I hate that song. Exactly. It was cool, like the first week it was out, but they overplay that crap. I was over it. Oh, of course. <laughs> so, uh, if my but, phone had a long enough battery, I'd have to put in some theme music <laughs> for the whole background of the show. And I'd be stumbling around as a zombie with some theme music going. <laughs> that would be funny. I don't know what the theme music would be. I'd have to think of that one. Oh. I would, I don't know. I might play some Eminem. <laughs> yeah, play some Eminem or it would be a toss-up. Eminem or Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga, I think. I wonder, no. I wonder what zombies like to listen to. I think I'd have to go with, um, oh, I can't remember if, they, I don't know if they ever remade it, but 
in 96, the first album, Slipknot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Had a song that, oh, they played part of it. Oh, I think they did remake this one. But then part of the lyrics were, only one of us walks away. Nice. Uh-huh. <laughs> so just have that on repeat. Hey, I was listening to the radio today on the way to go pick the kids up from school, and they had let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> I was listening <laughs> to that. You know, because I roll around in a minivan. You should hear the shit that comes out my windows. People look, they hear bass coming down the road, and they look, and they're like, oh, my God, the white girl in a minivan. What's up with that? Because <laughs> <laughs> I listen to everything. I listen to a little bit of everything. Not so much country, but pretty much everything else I listen to. You know, I think I'm about the same. Really? I don't really care for country, but just about a little bit of everything else. Yep, that's me. Yeah. You too? Oh, yeah. You know, maybe some, um, oh, what is it? I think it's Tyskowski's, um, The Four Seasons. That might be the perfect, uh, background music for a zombie stumbling around. A little bit of classical to die to. All right. <laughs> well, you remember, um, Torres always said he wanted to listen to Benny Hill and throw marbles <laughs> all over the floor while the zombies stumble all over the place with the marbles. I always thought that was funny. Well, I'm sorry, but I think roller skates on zombies might be more effective <laughs> than marbles. I don't know. I want to see some zombies on roller skates for real. No, I'm saying it'd be safer for you to have them on roller skates. than. Oh, it probably marbles. would. You're probably right there. All right. Um, I guess moving on. You had some zombie news right there. I do have some zombie news. I got a couple things. First thing comes to us out of Manchester, England, and it's a, a game called uh, 2.8 Hours Later, and it's a, uh, a a live-action game that's been going on for a couple years now. Over the past few years, over 60,000 people have taken part since the program began, and this year they're revamping... Uh, revamping the game, and it's going to be something brand new, and it's called 2.8 Hours Later Ruin. Uh, the premise is that it's a few years after the zombie outbreak that Manchester, where it takes place, is basically ruined. There's a few pockets of humanity trying to survive, but they're not doing so hot. Uh, five years after the zombie apocalypse, there's a weaker strain of the zombie virus in addition to the one that turns you into a zombie, and this one, for whatever reason, is causing everyone to not be able to have children. There's been no children born for four years. So in the premise of this game, your mission is to work as part of the the local resistance, local group that's trying to survive, trying to find the only child that they know of that is not infected by this virus. So, and it's interesting because you go through the, the apocalypse just like you would any other time. And they keep track of you in real time as you're going through this game. If you were to be, scratched or bitten or any other anything else by a zombie and infected with that the the virus they'll act again so that no one else can see that you're infected but at the end the, you can see all right hold up your arms who was infected and you'll see all these people that you never even realized got scratched or bitten so is this like a like everybody meets at this certain area and you go through it for like a day or does it really happen it for 2.8 hours or how do they do that it's like a live game yeah it's it's just like if you've ever seen uh the college campuses play humans versus zombies okay everybody comes out and it's i mean it's real life they get real actors for zombies they're 
they're allowed to touch you. So when they when they're when they bite you, it's actually they're coming up and grabbing you and maybe not actually biting you, but they're pantomiming a bite. Yeah, I might have to hit they're, somebody if they actually bite me. If I'm playing a game, you're like, bitch, what the hell? Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's interesting because this sixty thousand people in the past couple of years have played this game and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and they keep adding new twists and turns to it. But this, I, I wish there was something like that around here. The closest thing that we really have, the closest thing I can equate it to are the zombie runs that we hit that, that go on. Right. Yeah. That is pretty cool. That would be fun to participate in something like that. Hey, you never know. Maybe eventually we can start. Well, something it might like be a that. combination with the um, horror rooms they have that where you play, you have to, figure out the puzzles and there's like a zombie in the room that has a chain that gets longer and longer. Uh oh. Sorry, I dropped my mic. <laughs> and I dropped the mic. <laughs> yeah, the chain there gets was, longer, uh, longer so the zombie gets closer to you and can attack you if you don't figure out the puzzle fast where enough. Where is this at? I never heard of this. Well, a couple of weeks ago, maybe it was a month ago, there was an episode of the Big Bang Theory mm-hmm. that they were in one of these puzzles that as geniuses, they figured it out within minutes. Oh, wow. I know that there, I saw an article. There's one in Des Moines. Oh, wow. I haven't been. And the price is kind of prohibitive. That sounds kind of like, like it didn't have zombies really, but there's like a haunted house in California that they can actually like take you and tie you up and like, put you in certain scenarios and you could be in there and it's free. This is the thing. It's free. You could be in there for hours and hours and hours before you get out. It's like a truly like terrifying experience. Look it up online. Look California haunted real haunted house. It's, look for that. It is crazy. I was looking at it at like Halloween time. I had seen it on something. I think it was on TV. And I was like, oh, my God, I got to look this place up. It is crazy, the stuff they can do to you. And you sign a disclaimer, and it doesn't cost you anything to go through it. I think that would be a little bit too scary for me. I remember seeing one that was kind of a camp-out situation mm-hmm. that was about the same. I, don't, I thought it cost money, but there was horror things around it, and part of it was voluntary. Part of it was... You were just camping out, and you would suddenly, in the middle of the night, be taken. Oh, People no. would come in and say, oh, you're being grabbed. You're part of this. You had to take part in this. You signed up for it. No, thank I'll you. If I can find, I'll see if I can find the article, and I'll paste it, post it on the Facebook page. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, I would like to read about it, but I'm not doing it at all. Oh, I would love to do something like that. I won't. I, if I go to a haunted house, I, they have to ensure me that no one is allowed to touch me. Because I will probably hit somebody if they try to touch me. <laughs> I, I like haunted houses, but you do not touch me. I will even be first in line. Just do not touch me. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. But that's pretty cool about that game. That would be interesting if they did have something like that in America that was like a central location where it wouldn't be too bad for people to travel to go to that. Right. I think yeah, the only problem I had with that game... Is you have to go save kids, so you have to cart around a couple four or five year olds with you, take them to safety. Yeah, that's all right. I'm used to that. <laughs> I have four kids. I'm always carting kids around with me. 
No, my kids have gotten past that age. I'm, we chose not to adopt anymore, so we don't want any more of that young. <laughs> Just get you some teenagers, and you'll never want any kids again. <laughs> I'm just That's telling coming. the truth. <laughs> I have absolutely nothing to add to this. That's okay. That's okay. One day you will, and you'll be like, they were right. Yeah. Sure. More years, and they'll be teens, and I dread it. <laughs> All right, Micro, you had some uh, Walking Dead season six news. I do. All about the Walking Dead. So there was uh, an interview recently, just a couple days ago, and Kirkman, uh, Robert Kirkman, the showrunner, has been very uh, tight-lipped about what's been going on with The Walking Dead, especially with Glenn. The speculation, obviously, anybody who knows the comic books, uh, spoiler alert, Glenn ends up dying. The question is, is the show going to follow the comic book? And Kirkman's words verbatim, we don't kill popular characters. Mm. About that. That's, That's a goddamn lie. Yeah, it is a lie. It is a lie. He doesn't want to tell us. Poor T-Dog. So, and I, 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 I think he said that in uh, in kind of a uh, in jest because as soon as he said it, people in the audience started laughing. I'm thinking he understands that. But uh, yeah. Stephen Yoon, the, the the guy that plays Glenn, he mentioned that if if he his character does die, he's sure that it's going to be something that's going to be awesome because the writers tend in the show to purposely make deaths of characters especially the major characters dramatic they make them poignant meaningful because they want you to feel something so if it is time for glenn to say goodbye next season you're you're gonna get a little waterworks you're gonna get a little teary-eyed i know i will i didn't even like Lori, and i cried when she died i didn't that was just sad because i guess being a mother and having to say goodbye to your child like the way she did even though she was an asshole and a shitty mom you know, that was still a really, really sad scene. Right. Well, in The Walking Dead, we've had more more folks that we've had to say goodbye to because The Walking Dead actually has, for its characters, a, a shorter lifespan than any other TV show on the air right now except one. Oh, really? Which game, one? Game of Thrones. <laughs> I can't even say anything because I don't watch that. I love that show. George R.R. R. Martin is a bastard. He will kill off anybody for any reason at any time. <laughs> I like that about it. Oh, absolutely. I love reading the books, watching the show. Well, watching the show isn't as dramatic because I've read the books. But that's about to change pretty soon. I think they're going to pass his books. But knowing that I can see what's going on and be surprised by a death. Most movies just like, oh, that person's not going to die. Yeah, yeah. They're not going to kill him. I don't have to worry about whatever situation they put them in i like not knowing that oh for sure definitely i like not knowing that also i'm all for the element of surprise that makes things even better that's why i like the walking dead because even though i've read the comics everything is not as it is in the comics so you're still surprised as a show watcher even you know being somebody that's read the comic books right and I think we are going to start to see a little bit more divergence in the comic book and the TV show. Because one thing that was noted in, the, in this interview was that the major dynamic that's going to push season six forward is going to be the relationship between Rick and Morgan. You've got Morgan on one hand. He's gone through this this transformation from looking out for his son to going absolutely bug fuck nuts, trying to clear out his town. 
to this complete 180 that all life is precious, and he walks into this into Alexandria just as Rick is executing someone right in front of him. So that's going to be an interesting dynamic how they work together or don't. They may they may take a complete 180 and not well. We've work been together at all. We've been looking forward to this since season one. You know. Oh, absolutely. Rick and Morgan getting back together. So I'm I'm really excited about season six. I cannot wait. Absolutely. It's the reunion that we wanted, just maybe not in the way we expected it. Yep, that's very true. Yeah. We did have a uh, a Facebook question. Ooh. And it's from uh, Mr. Throwback Thursday, Jamie Robinson. You guys have to check out his show uh, if you like some old school throwback hip hop. He's the guy for you. Um, he said, maybe you're still recording. What is your take on ridiculous zombie movies? Example, redneck zombies, zombie strippers. Are they welcome in the genre or are they an abomination that needs to be abolished? Well, considering, considering that we just watched one this evening, I think I like them in, in the genre. I mean, not everything has to be a serious apocalypse movie. You gotta have some, some humor involved it doesn't matter if it's zombies or serial killers i mean there can be funny ones like that i personally enjoy the funny ones what about you guys oh absolutely absolutely i think that's and it's something they have in common that across all zombie movies you've got that low budget zombie movies traditionally don't have a lot of money to throw at them and the two easiest film genres to make with a low budget are horror Mm-hmm. And comedy, so why not throw them together? You've got classics like Shaun of the Dead. Shaun oh, of yeah. the Dead did some. They took. I think that was probably one of the first zombie movies that really took a comedic spin to it. And now you've seen everything else that's been done. I think it's wonderful. I agree. I I'd have to say that uh, Return of the Living Dead had a comedic spin to it. Oh, that's true. It did. And Redneck Zombies, hilarious. I don't think I've seen Redneck Zombies, but I saw another one that was, um, it's actually on one of my Walmart specials with the, like the 12 zombie movies on it. It's called Hide or Creep. And I thought it was, it was like the most low budget movie you could ever watch, but I liked it and I thought it was, it was really funny. Like just different stuff that happened. Like when the first zombie comes out, you're like, really? Because it was like a guy with white makeup on and black circles under his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, seriously? But I, I ended up watching the whole thing and I thought it was great. So, me personally, and I think the guys agree, zombie comedies are here to stay. Yeah. Bad movies are great. Well, there's, <laughs> there's some bad movies that I'm not going to watch. <laughs> For me, Zombie I ass. like that movie. Yeah, I'm not gonna watch that, especially if Eric said he couldn't even watch it. I'm not watching it. Oh, yes, okay, I would, yeah. I would turn it on for the experience, just so that you can turn it off and say, "What the fuck was that?" <laughs> if it's still on Netflix, I might just do that. I don't know. I the mean, end was pretty amusing. I, I, I wouldn't just, know. <laughs> I remember Torres and John talking about it, and I was just like, "Nope, that is not something I want to watch." And I feel bad because I suggested that they watch it. Oh, it was your fault? Oh, <laughs> yes, my it God. was. Oh, you know what? I think I remember that. Now, how did I you saw it on Netflix it? and watched it. And then <laughs> they started watching it, and it's like, I don't know if I'm going to watch this again. <laughs> and then I did. Jeez. Oh, well, I guess moving right along, um, 
Eric again, or excuse me, micro. <laughs> Close uh, Living I, Dead Fest 2015. Film. I want to go to this so bad. Okay, so Living Dead Fest 2015. There was a lot of discussion last year as to whether or not they would have another another iteration of Living Dead Fest until 2018, because that would be the 50-year the anniversary of Romero's Night of the Living Dead. And, and big reason being they didn't think there was anything that could really top last year's festival, because we there was a major milestone. I, I don't know if any of you remember the, the, fix, to, the fix the Chapel project. Yes, yes uh, I do. That's where I spoke a lot about. They actually they managed to raise the funds, fix the chapel, and they rededicated it last year, and just about everybody from the from the Night of the Living Dead cast was on site. We had uh, Romero. I actually had a chance to sit down and uh, for a photo op and a real quick conversation with George Romero. That was Woo. probably the best day of my life. Wow, that is awesome. So it, it, it was a big festival, and they, they really weren't sure what they could do to top it or to keep the momentum going before that 50-year mark. But the uh, they passed the torch a little bit. Gary Striner, one of the – he I mean – Anybody who knows Night of the Living Dead knows the roles he had in the film. Everybody was an actor and director of photography or this or that. Everybody mm-hmm. was not just an actor. They had something else to do. But uh, Gary was one of the major driving forces behind the Living Dead Fest, and he's he's talked about stepping back a little bit and letting some of the other uh, creative team work on that. So there's there's been a lot of chatter on uh, the Facebook page. I definitely recommend if you aren't uh, a member of the page or you haven't liked it, go like the Living Dead Festival's page because they're posting up information pretty regularly. We're close to a formal announcement on the uh, the program, and they're anticipating that it's most likely going to be in October, because that's that's the best month to have anything zombie, really. Oh, absolutely. So we'll uh, we'll keep updated on that as often as we can. It'll, as soon as we know something, I'll post it up on the Zombie Anonymous page, and we'll get the, get the news out there. I can't wait. I'm actually, unfortunately, I'm going to Pennsylvania this week, but... Um... I would like, if I have time, to go visit the cemetery and the chapel. Do you know if it's open all the time or if there's certain times where they're closed for, like, weeks at a time? It should be open all the time. When I was there, there were no gates or anything like that. It's, I mean, it's, it's a cemetery, so it's, right. it's always open for business. Oh, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's very surreal being up there because you, you look around and you, can, you recognize, you can tell exactly where things happened. Really? Yeah, it's and I mean it's it's a great place. A lot of the uh, a lot of local culture in Evans City has kind of grown to to support support it because it really put Evans City on the map. Before that, it was just kind of a, a quiet little town. Still is a quiet town. It's a very nice place. But uh, the other place I'd recommend going while you're in Evans City is the Living Dead Museum. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely want to go visit that. <clears throat> is that within? That's not in the chapel. No, it's actually down in the in the town proper. The, the cemetery itself is maybe a five minute drive outside of town. It, okay, I think it's even a little bit less than that. And then when you come back into town, you can't. It's there's right a major intersection right there. You can't miss it. The the uh, museum is right on the corner there. I'm definitely gonna go online and write down the addresses and everything because I definitely want to do that if I have time this week. It's well worth it. It's a it's a great time. And if if they do end up having it. In October, I will definitely try to make time to come up there for that because I remember the last one they had, and I've seen a lot of stuff on the Facebook page, and I was like, man, I really wish I could go. Absolutely. We'll have to see if we can get any of the other zombieholics to uh, to get together. We could have a meetup. That would be cool. We could do some interviews and all that good stuff. I would love that. Absolutely. 
Anthony? Yes? <laughs> I didn't know if you had anything to input on this. Uh, no, I most likely will not make it there. My kids will be in school. I'll have work. Yeah, that's true. But you live near Zombie Burger, so it's not like we can just go there anytime and eat like you can. <laughs> tell you what, that's a road trip I'm looking at. I definitely want to do that one day, but it probably won't be anytime soon. It's, Iowa's a long ways away from Virginia. Yes, it is. Uh, it's maybe a day. At the it most. would take a lot longer than a day to get there. No, it wouldn't. It. It's going to take... Put it into MapQuest. Let's see. <laughs> we'll figure it out later. Yeah, we will. I could drive in a day. I wouldn't be happy about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think I could drive in a day. We'll see. All right. Um, Looks like we've got a little uh, game here. So we would like for you guys to write in on the Facebook page and let us know, out of these people, who do you think would survive longer? Freak, you want to read some off? Oh, let me see here. We have policeman or fireman. A grocery bagger or a janitor. And a stereotypical frat boy versus a stereotypical sorority girl. And if you have any others to add, please write them on the Facebook page and we can uh, go back and forth over the next few shows and see who who votes for who. Do Absolutely. You guys... Do we want to... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, do you guys want to discuss a little bit now? This is... We've got a little bit of time. Yeah, do we want to pick one and tackle it, see who uh, who we think is going to come out on top out of a group? Sure. Who do you guys think we should start with? About You want to do the, the frat boy and the sorority girl? Sure. <laughs> I personally don't think either one of them will survive. Sorority no, girls, of, stereotypical long. sorority girls are like dingbats. And then you got the frat boy. He's probably shit-faced. So they're, pro- they're both going to be zombie bait. That's my opinion. <laughs> it's iffy there. See? The frat boy would be able to defend himself. But the shorty girl would be able to find somebody who will protect her. Okay. So I think I'd have to go with the shorty girl just because the frat boy is putting himself in harm's way. I'm not cheating, getting someone else to do it for you. Whatever works. Well, I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> but the frat boy is going out there probably fighting the zombies. He's going to get bit. Right. And just that right there puts him at a higher risk. What do you think, Micro? Uh, I'm torn on this one. I almost don't want to answer because I am Greek and I will get in trouble no matter what I say. <laughs> Uh, out of the two, I would probably say probably the stereotypical frat guy, just because the only thing the stere- that a stereotypical frat girl, uh, sorority girl has in her arsenal would be to nag it to death, and I don't really think you could nag a zombie. She might have some hairspray. <laughs> that might work. There you go. To help get away. Or, you know, like uh, the end of her brush, she could stick it in its eye. <laughs> That's true. That's true. (laughs) 
She could wave her pom poms around. I don't know. <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully we'll get some input on the page and people can let us know what they think. I still think they're both goners. More than likely, everybody is. Eventually, eventually. <laughs> we hope not. Let me see. Were there any other uh, interesting things you guys? Saw this week. Anything you want to discuss with the people before we go? No, I think it's a good point to wrap it up. We can bring up anything else next week. Sounds good to me. Yes. Um, again, you can find us at www.facebook.com backslash zombieholics, and that's all capitals Z O M B I E H O L I C S. Want to give out our Twitter? Sure. You can find us on Twitter at Zombie Anonymous. That's at Z M B Anonymous. Sounds good. And then you can personally find us on a few other pages. I'm also a part of Zombie Radio Network, which is also our network that broadcasts our lovely little podcast. Um, also, um, US Zep. That's U S Z E P P. That's a nice survival site that you can you can join up and give your opinions. Um, Zombie Apocalypse Survival Camp, another good. If you're if you're a serious survivor or outdoorsman or outdoorswoman, you would really enjoy those sites. You guys have any more pages you guys want to plug? Anything like that? Well, you can find me at Freak Five Chaos on Twitter, and I guess this week I'll plug You've Got Dead on You, long running podcast, comedy zombie podcast. The heroes are from Canada. And they make interesting combinations of weapons like the cricket, which is a cricket bat with uh, ice skates, duct tape to it. Oh, wow. <laughs> and they've been off the air for a while now, and they're coming back pretty soon with the, it looks like a video podcast or on YouTube. So just keep a lookout for them and you can find them on Facebook. Just do a search for You've Got Dead on You. I'm going to definitely check them out. Absolutely. Eric, did you want to plug anybody? Oh, yeah. or? <laughs> oh, it is my turn. I'm sorry. Yep. So for me, uh, you can find me on Twitter or untapped at EDA14. If you want to find me on Facebook, you can do a little legwork leg and search. I don't feel like reading that one off because it's a long string of numbers. <laughs> And that does that does it for me. Sounds good. I hope everybody, you know, is enjoying the podcast. We're still new. We're still working out our quirks. And, you know, if you hear a little, you know, silences here and there, it's just because we're, we're trying to remember where we're at. And, you know, we are prepared. Just, you know, getting used to being on the air. And, and by the way, we all are in different areas. So we communicate via Skype. So I hope everybody will listen to the podcast, and we hope to see you next week. Everybody have a good week. I will see you later. Bye, Bye guys. Week. Bye. Buy some snacks and get back home But these ghouls are trying to eat my bones 
When I finally get home, I turn on the TV. The undead on the evening news is all I can see. So I pop in a movie and I try to relax. Listen to me while I tell you some facts. Fact: the zombie apocalypse is messing up my week. The internet is always down. Can't update the Twitter stream. The zombie apocalypse. It wouldn't be so bad if these zombies hadn't bitten my mom and dad. I decapitated them and now they're buried in back. I called my friend to see if he could come by my place. By the time he reached my door, he was missing his face. I feel kind of bad that I did not let him in, but without his lips, he still had a grin. The zombie apocalypse is messing up my week. It's hard to watch the Daily Show. Over all the cries and screams, the zombie apocalypse. I'd rather fight a shark. I read in a book that you can punch 'em in the eye, but sharks are my problem. Yeah, and zombies are. I've never seen so many girls outside without their clothes on. Normally, I think that's awesome, but it's actually a turnoff 'cause I'm not into necrophilia. That's a fact. Zombies moving slow. I feel like Jackie Joyner, cursed it like the popular kid in school, and everybody wants a piece of me, but they can't. Cause I lock my pieces intact. It's getting kind of lonely out here by myself. The food's running low. There's dust on the shelf, but at least I have the voices arguing in my head, which is much better than being undead. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps—you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.